Motel proudly presents the all-new Sam Rothstein Show. Aces high. Tonight, taped live from the all-new Sportsbook, we present the premiere showing of Aces High with the Sasha Semenov Orchestra and the Sam Rothstein Dancers. Mr. Rothstein is a professional gambler and the best football handicapper in America, a man who will take you inside the real Las Vegas as no one has ever done before. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the new entertainment director of the Tangiers Hotel Casino, Mr. Sam Rothstein. City and beyond, Corey Johnson laughing at himself. Looks like I'm broadcasting from Antarctica. Good thing about this jacket, I was telling the television audience, you can wear a t-shirt underneath it. Bad thing, especially when you work in radio and television, the studio's cold, so the t-shirt type isn't, isn't enough underneath. Anyway, now I've got better than a t-shirt, but... Uh, I didn't realize how absurd this Jack looks on television. Corey Johnson broadcasting live from Reykjavik. Sheesh. It's a cold one out there. Actually, in Metro New Orleans, it's a cold one out there. New Orleans, South Louisiana, it's cold. And it's been cold like this, temperatures in like the 40s for a few days now. And, of course, we don't like that. One of the great things about living down here is our weather, especially during winter. And when we get this crap like we got today, we usually know within 24, 36 hours or so it's done. This one's a little bit longer, but we should warm up, I don't know, later in the week. Might get to 60, 65, but still a lot of 40s and 50s over the next week. This cloud crap's supposed to burn off and... Pretty next, pretty much the next four or five days straight should be pretty nice as far as sunshine, but still cold. Still cold out there. Got a lot coming your way on this Monday afternoon, including the phone lines wide open at 466-2679. Joe Bank Clothier's phone lines, 466-2679. Got a lot to cover over the next few hours. Two hours on the radio. We're with you till 5.30, 90 minutes of fun on television. Impeachment process number two going down for Trump. The House Democrats introduced articles of impeachment for President Donald Trump, who will be out of office in just a little over a week. The New York Bar Association might bar or ban Rudy Giuliani from practicing law in that state. Yeah, a lot of folks right now, for Democrats, it's easy. They just jump on board anything, and when it's real, it's even easier. And I don't mean Democrats any less or more than Republicans. They would do the same thing in the equal and opposite opportunity. But now you've got a lot of Republicans jumping on board this anti-Trump rhetoric or not rhetoric, uh, reality. And it's pretty simple. 
like him or not, uh, his legacy was last week at the Capitol building. That's what most folks are going to think. You can be the biggest fan of Trump and come up with uh, positives and, and have regular people agree with you on those positives. But this is his legacy. This is the biggest thing. I mean, it's like you're feeding the homeless every Saturday. Jimmy's down there feeding the homeless. He's done it for 40 years. You know, Jimmy gets on top of uh, Howard Johnson and starts shooting up the city, uh, a la Mark Essex. No one's going to remember about him feeding the homeless on Saturdays for 20 years straight. That's his legacy. You know, his legacy shooting four people on the building, you know? So you can talk about Donald Trump good and bad all day long. This is the glaring thing. This is the thing that sticks out. It's sacred ground. It's the Capitol building. The way the mob entered the building. Just easily and roaming the halls freely and no one there to stop them. Just every American felt vulnerable at that time. Like, what's going on? There's just something very wrong with this. A guy who's going to be very difficult to to figure out who he is. Your, your boy with the horns and the tattoos who's been arrested. You know, he's parading around the Capitol building. It's like, these are Americans? This is what Americans do? No, it's rioters. It's folks that are breaking the law clearly. And so glad that I think it's about 60, 70, 80 of them, maybe more than 100 by now. But definitely 60, 70, 80 have been arrested. And dozens and dozens more, if not more than that, wanted. Every day I see a different thing out there for a different individual. Do you have any info on them? So, no, sadly, that stain on America is there forever. There's no way to get rid of that. Doesn't matter who's responsible for it. That happened last week in America, and it's sickening. It was beyond awful, beyond disheartening. No, and that is Donald Trump's legacy, like it or not. I don't make the rules. I don't know how you could come up with anything that would uh, rise above that as his legacy. Right on the way out, too. Three weeks till out the door, two and a half weeks till out the door and does that. And just the reports of him being giddy, giddy while this was going down. Ivanka comes over, ignores her. All kind of folks are, you know, telling him what to do. He's ignoring them. You've got Donald Jr. posting stuff on Twitter. Back down, get out of there. No, they said for a few hours, the president watched this and was gleeful. Sort of happy, thought it was vindication. Absolutely insane. Hey, Twitter banning the president. That's a tough one. That's that's uh definitely uh you know climbing the Hillary's step, those ladders and the Sherpas leading you to the top of Mount Everest, that low on oxygen. That that's a tough one. That's not an easy one. Man, the president sucks. Of course, ban him. I love the president, of course, don't ban. I, I don't know if he sucks or not, has anything to do with it causing insurrection, that type of stuff. Is it good or bad, right or wrong, that Twitter banned the president of the United States? Facebook 
it's like indefinitely. Like no timetable. For Twitter, I think it's, it may be now indefinitely on Twitter too. It was until the end of his term. Is it free speech or is it fire in a crowded theater? Twitter banning the president. This is America, free speech, freedom of speech. Up to a point, there's no 100% free speech. Good or bad, right or wrong, freedom of speech or fire in a crowded theater. 466-2679. Don't be shy. I know you've got an opinion on this. I know you're like, man, I agree with everything Corey says. Man, I agree with some of what Corey says. Man, I disagree. I disagree with everything Corey says. 466-2679. Joe Bank Clothier's phone lines. Jason's at the controls. 466-2679. Yuck. Alabama, Ohio State tonight. Who cares? Pels postponed tonight their game against the Mavs in Dallas. COVID-19 concerns. Dallas couldn't man a team. Couldn't put eight players out there. The Saints handle the Bears 21-9. Brady, 43. Breeze will be 42 by game time. He turns 42 this Friday. The Brady-Breeze Bowl Saturday. Excuse me, Sunday. 540 late Sunday from the dome, Saints in Tampa Bay from a basically empty dome. Breeze will be 42 and two days for that ball game. First time NFL playoff history. First time NFL postseason history ever. Two 40 plus year olds going head to head at the quarterback position. Unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this. I mean, a generation ago, it would have really been off the charts. Scary thing is, Breeze may be retiring. There's nothing hinting towards Brady retiring. Everything that leans towards Breeze retiring, there's as much of that as Brady coming back. They're both sort of foregone conclusions at this point. Holy smokes. Saints, Tampa Bay, 540, Superdome, Sunday, Fox. Yeah, you right. Corey Johnson with you on a cold Monday. The Woodhouse Day Spa. The Bank Clothier's phone lines are open at 466-2679. 466-2679. Tracy joins us in Slide L. What's happening, Tracy? What up, Corey? How you doing, man? Ooh, trying to stay warm. Trying, got another pot of coffee on. It's that cold outside. It is pretty cold out there, man. You add the humidity, that kind of wet feel, sort of nasty. I told my buddy yesterday, I was like, dude, if it's like 10 degrees colder, we get snow. And lo and behold, up in North Louisiana, Shreveport, Bossier, and the like, they got a little of the white stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, boy, I bet you... I just saw that Trump's Homeland Security director just re resigned literally within that, in the last few minutes. Not surprising. I'm sure you'll see more dominance fall. Uh, I bet you he still doesn't think. Look, I voted for the guy, but I, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not trying to excuse my vote, and I'm not trying to say the signs hadn't been there that he might have been a little cuckoo. But I, I, I voted for him the, the first time. I didn't vote for him against Biden. I just thought. You know, Biden was a little more temperament, a little more even keeled. 
Um, yep. Anyway, I, I still wouldn't surprise me if he still doesn't think anything wrong, you know, nothing's wrong, and he has no reason for him to feel remorseful from him. Oh, no, no. I, Trace, I don't think you will ever see that. I think the most humble kind of, you know, level-headed kind of we've ever seen Trump was that second debate where he just went in with this calm attitude instead of this attacking attitude, which he now claims he regrets. Uh, you know, he's, I'm a genius. I'm smart. I can play different roles. I can act. You know, you don't have to be great to be an actor. Just demeans that business and those people. Um, acts like there's no talent in the world except him. No, uh, I, I don't think he has any remorse. I don't think that's part of his MO. I mean, a lot of folks would say he doesn't have a conscience, you know, kind of a friendless guy worried about him. Me, 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 never worrying at all about anyone else, including even his own family. And like I said, friendless. So no, I don't expect Trump to have any remorse. And I think Trump's going to just keep grinding. Same attitude he's always had. He never was very presidential. I don't think outside of being, everyone's going to be going, guy, can you believe this guy was president? That'll be the new thing. Can you believe this guy was president for four years? He's just going to keep going nonstop. And uh, I, I think you, since you have Newsmax already, One American News, if there was no competitors to Fox, Fox Business News on the conservative side, I remember Ailes and Trump were talking, maybe like the TNA network. Play off that pun, Trump and Ailes, T and A. Uh, but I, I could see him investing or being a big part of One American News or Newsmax or something like that. His, his kids are already part of it. So uh, I don't think he's going to stop and no remorse, Tracy. You want to know what I'm thinking, Corey, too? In 10 days from now, what the hell are we going to have to talk about? I mean, we've been, this guy's been consuming our news feeds for like, Four, five, almost five years now, and I'm like, man, can you believe what that guy did today? Can you believe the president of the United States did this? Can you believe the president of the United States did that? No, it's and that's like, the thing. Even as former president, how do you ignore it? So he'll continue to be on the feed, but he won't be president. It won't be bombs dropped every day. Some stuff won't have the oomph it would have as former president as if him being president. But now I told a buddy of mine who's a staunch conservative. That's the one refreshing thing. It was either people voting for Trump or against him. No one's giving Biden Harris some mandate of greatness. They didn't vote for them because it was such a powerful force. But uh, I told my buddy, I was like, dude, just every day, the Twitter crap, the comments, the negative vibe coming from the president every day, all day, top of mind interest, always in the news, that going away and the president and its position in America and media going back to what it was, hopefully not an everyday thing and not so negative and divisive. No, that's going to be refreshing and nice. I don't, I don't care. We don't have something to talk about Tracy and I'm in this business. Trump's just bad yeah, well, news, even for talk radio. I think it probably chaps him so bad that Biden, I mean, Biden, I don't want to call him a loser. I mean, he's, he, this ain't his first rodeo. We're talking almost five decades of, yep. of Joe Biden being involved in politics, countless presidential runs. That's and right. the one against Donald Trump is the one he won. That's probably something that really, really ticked him off. But anyway, Corey, look, I, I wanted to tell you, too, I enjoy just your common sense attitude. I don't think you're, you know, I really do think you're straight up down the middle. I'm center-right personally, but I really you're, I really enjoy your show. I, You know, I, I say I'm center-right, but I voted for Biden last time. I, it was more I just couldn't take the, the stinking. I just couldn't take it anymore. But uh, I really enjoy your, 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 your willingness to, you know, be, be convinced or be uh, – 
you know, swayed one way or another, and you're, you're pretty fair and objective. So keep it up, brother. Yeah, you're right, Tracy. Thanks for the call on the North Shore and Slidell. You can do the same thing Tracy just did. Dial us up. Agree? Disagree? It doesn't matter. We don't screen our phone calls. We won't cut you off. 466-2679-466-2679. That's how you dial us up. Hey, I got some $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificates to give away. I got a big stack of them. 50 big bucks at the Woodhouse Day Spa. Talk about setting her up, guys, or you ladies setting yourself up, or even him. Who doesn't like the Woodhouse Day Spa? I'd like a massage right now. I got a little lower back pain, lower right. I could use a nice massage all over. Are you kidding? The ladies love the pedicure, the manicure, the facial, the massage, all that pampering they get at the Woodhouse Day Spa. They're in Mid-City, Canal Street at Carrollton. They're in Metri, just blocks from Kennebra. West Esplanade at Transcontinental, the Metairie Kenner location of the Woodhouse Day Spa, by that Robert's Grocery, West Esplanade, Transcontinental. They're on the North Shore, Umandeville, Covington, folks, just a few minutes down the I-12. They're in Slidell, I-10 at Gauze. They're on the North Shore, yep. And they're in Baton Rouge by the Mall of Louisiana, the capital city. So four big locations, Mid-City, Metri slash Kenna, Slidell, Baton Rouge. You can go online, nola.woodhousespas.com, print your own gift certificates. This Superdome question is still out there. I'm going to answer it, though, today. It's from last week. How many suites in the Dome? Come September, the Dome will have 164 suites. How many suites were in the dome originally? And why that number of suites? Why that number of suites? I use this as an example. Corey, the original dome had eight suites, and it was Archie Manning number eight. That's incorrect, but that's kind of the thinking a little, sort of, maybe, not really. 466-2679. Hey, first Jazz Fest, year one. Where was it located? Second question, separate question. Jazz Fest year two, where was it located? Jazz Fest year three, where was it located? That's three different questions. That's three $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificates. Do you know the first Jazz Fest act ever booked? First Jazz Fest act ever booked. 466-2679. Four six six two six seven nine. Corey Johnson with you on a Monday afternoon. Young's dry cleaning with you since 1940. 80 years of excellence. You got a dry cleaner you love? Stick with them. You're looking for a new dry cleaner or you'd just like to experience the best dry cleaner in the business? Young's is a New Orleans institution. One of the oldest Family-run dry cleaners in America since 1940. Like I said, walk-up locations, free pickup and delivery. They have manless locker locations, too. A Young's exclusive. No one else has this. All over New Orleans, these lockers, safe, secure Young's lockers. You dump off your dirty stuff in one. Two days later, pick it up perfectly dry cleaned. Probably right where you live and work is a Young's Express manless locker location. To find out more about the best, Young's Dry Cleaning. 
Com. And I love those guys. Impeachment process number two for Donald Trump underway. House Democrats introducing articles of impeachment. 4662679. Hey, Twitter banning the president. Good or bad, right or wrong. Free speech or fire in a crowded theater. 4662679. I'm Twitter. I just keep putting those, you know, if, if the rules are broken, I put up those. This tweet had to be deleted or it's blocked or whatever or hidden. But I don't think I would have banned the president from my platform. Twitter in America, free speech. I don't know, unless just just blatant, I guess, abuse and your every tweet's getting banned. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was at that level. But there's some line of demarcation where enough's enough. For some folks, Twitter probably waited too long. For some folks, there's never a time for Twitter to do that. Private company, essentially, they got a board, they got directors, they can do whatever they want. Publicly traded company that is run privately, CEO board, they make the decisions. They can run it however they like. You can choose to buy their stock or not. Good or bad, right or wrong, free speech or fire in a crowded theater what do you think about twitter banning president donald trump facebook trump banned from his favorite outlet social media basically is that right 4662679 corey johnson with you corey johnson uh. Oh, yes, Jay Stewart, it's cool, but it's not fine. Exclusively on Nova Talk 97.9 FM, the voice of New Orleans. Max, thank you, Bob. Sonny Landry is just ridiculous. In a good way, I could listen to that all day long. Hey, I'll give you a hint on one of our trivia questions. Like Sonny Landreth, a great guitar player was the first Jazz Fest act ever booked. Going way back to 1970, Jazz Fest year one, which is another question. Where was Jazz Fest year one located? Where did they have the Jazz Fest in year one? Got another location question for you. Year two of Jazz Fest, where was the location? And finally, a third location Jazz Fest question. Year three of Jazz Fest, where was it located? You got any answers to any of those questions? I got $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificates for you. Well, one for you. One question, one winner, and you can't win again for like six months. We have our rules and regulations. Joe Bank, Clothier's phone lines, 466-2679. Speaking of rules and regulations, just like free speech in America, there are limitations to it. It's not just wide open. Hey, man, America, freedom, freedom of speech. Yeah, limits. Can't yell fire in a crowded theater. And there are rules and regulations on all these social media platforms. Some are a little stricter than others. Some let things go. Oh, man, you can get away on this on TikTok, not on Twitter, whatever. 
I'm like the progressive commercial. Hey, I checked progressives website to compare rates. Does that mean I was hashtagging? <laughs> anyway, uh, Twitter banning the president, Facebook banning the president indefinitely forever. I don't know if it's forever good or bad, right or wrong. Stifling free speech or no, the president's more like yelling fire in a crowded theater. I would have let the, is it pronounced jackass, 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 jackass. I would have let the jackass uh, stay on my social media platform. The king of insecurity, the most ego, egomaniacal, narcissistic human being coupled with insecurity in the history of mankind, especially since he is a ridiculously wealthy, not rich, total entitlement person. Yes, yes, yes. Has his rear end kissed all the time. He doesn't like it. He just goes in another direction, buys you out, gets you fired, whatever. His whole life. Yes, 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 yes. And then he becomes president of the United States, which is sort of, I mean, is there a human being that has any common sense that doesn't say, yeah, that's the most powerful position on planet Earth. That's the single most powerful person on the planet. So this guy's the single most powerful person on the planet. I heard he brought in the, the statue from uh, um, Scarface. The world is mine, whatever that, that was. I already brought that into the White House. The fountain, the neon fountain in the White House. No, and still just painfully. I mean, if you're a, like a psychiatrist, psychologist, you understand how human beings work. I mean, you got to be like, oh, it's like watching George Costanza on on uh, Seinfeld. You, you almost have to change the channel. Oh, God, is he really going to go do this embarrassing thing? I can't watch Costanza. Click, change the channel. Whew, I'll come back in a second. Larry David show, same thing. Oh, my God. No, Larry, no. Change the channel. I can't bear to watch it. It's crazy. I've seen the reruns of Seinfeld. I've seen the scene and I change it. It's kind of similar with the present. No, not really. Not going to do it, huh? Yep, I guess that's what someone who is literally clinical. Crazy. Bo Diddley. Excellent guess, GQ and Uptown. Oh, I'm sorry. Not GQ. That's GQ on the North Shore. And it's actually GZ in Uptown. Bo Diddley is as first Jazz Fest guest booked. No, an excellent blues guitar player. And this is more of a, a Bo Diddley type guitar player, kind of a local Bo Diddley type guitar player, somewhat different, but more Bo Diddley, I think, safe to say than, uh, I don't know, I shouldn't say that actually. It might be more Sonny Landreth than Bo Diddley. Yeah, I, I, this guy's probably a little more Sonny Landreth, maybe a good mix of both, maybe a good mix of both. That might just totally screw you up anyway. Yep, first Jazz Fest act ever booked. No cheating, no internet device. Dude, Wiki says, yeah, I know what Wiki says. Sure, you can find it online somewhere in an article. All these things can be found online. That's the beauty of the question. I like giving folks a $50 Woodhouse Taste Buy gift certificate, and I like giving it to folks that know the answer because 
There's a reason you know the answer, and that's better than you giving me the answer. Man, my grandfather used to book acts at Jazz Fest. Man, I worked security in 70, 71, 72, 73, 74. That's why I know, you know, that kind of thing. I worked with Quinn Davis. I was an intern with him when he was working with uh, Fine or Wine, whatever his name is. Ween, Ween. I got four Jazz Fest-related questions, which means I've got 200 big bucks of Woodhouse Day Spa funny money out there. But you only can answer one question and win one $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificate. Jazz Fest year one, where was it located? Jazz Fest year two, where was it located? Jazz Fest year three, where was it located? And first Jazz Fest act ever booked. I don't know if this act went off first, 11 a.m. before anyone else but was the first act booked. I would think the opposite probably went off at five or seven, like the prime time slot. Joe bank clothiers, phone lines, four, six, six, two, six, seven, nine, four, six, six, two, six, seven, nine. Coming up in the five o'clock power hour, real reporters, real reports, not us. And we men, Brett Martell from the Associated Press. He's been with them about 20 years. Brett Martell covers sports in the entire region. He'll join us in the 5 o'clock power hour, another Martell Monday. Yeah, we'll talk about those Saints handling the Bears. Next up, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. First time ever a couple of 40-plus-year-olds go head-to-head at quarterback. Doesn't get any better than this. It's just, I mean, this Peyton Breeze era is out of control sick. It's coming to an end right now. It makes you get sad that Breeze, the sick gunslinger, has to age and get older. Thought it would last forever. Lasted pretty damn well, 15 years. And he played a handful, five years in San Diego first. No, and there's no way to get rid of the first five in San Diego and have Breeze play five more. He's retiring. He's done. It's inevitable. No, it's sad. It's a bummer. And the the team will never be the same. And you're not just going to have a seamless transition to Taysom Hill and the Saints keep rolling and Peyton's a genius. Peyton is. Peyton's a Hall of Fame coach, an NFL Hall of Fame coach with the Saints right now. And all his work is with the Saints, not half the time in Minnesota, uh, you know, a third here, and part of New Orleans. It's all New Orleans. It's all revolutionary. The offense, Breeze, but Breeze brings so much to the table. And we're looking at the last few ball games. Like yesterday's game in the Dome, I don't think Sunday's game in the Dome against Tampa will be the last, but it could be because 43-year-old Tom Brady's on the other side. And Tampa's better than they were. They got better as the season went on. The Saints are a team that got better. The, The, you know, a lot of pieces missing, injuries, all that, getting it all together on the same page. But but they're an experienced senior-laden team. Tampa Bay's green, bunch of new faces and new places, and now they're humming along. This is like a, I mean, I'd say a toss-up matchup, but just the things I mentioned give the Saints an edge. The dome, a slight edge, just because Tampa has to go on the road. It's minuscule. It's an empty dome. It sucks. It would be a real edge otherwise. But an experienced team that's been together a long time, kind of innate. Tampa probably doesn't have that. Breeze makes a little nod of his head and doesn't even, didn't even talked about it. And Thomas knows to do slant inside and Brady and his guys don't have that. So, uh, 
No, I give a slight edge to the Saints. I mean, I have no idea what the spread is. Jason, pull up the line on this. I, I've got to think about this for a second. Saints and Tampa in this divisional playoff. I mean, I want to say Saints by four or five, because I think like on a neutral site, it's almost like Saints by one. And then you add like three or four for the dome. So Saints by four or five, but it's an empty dome. So I, I think it's almost just like a two-point dome thing and maybe one point on a neutral field. I'm going to say Saints by three in this game. Three points, maybe three and a half at the most. You got a spread on this game, Jason? Saints in uh, Tampa? Three and a half. You nailed it. Three and a half? Yep. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm not bad at lines. Let me try another one. Pull up Alabama and Ohio State. I mean, I just think, I mean, Alabama's got to be, I almost want to say seven points, but it's sort of getting rude. But then, you know, if it's like five, six, seven, I, I, I don't, I'm going to say Alabama by seven and a half. That's a lot, though. One side of me, so I was like, no, Corey, it's probably more like six, six and a half. But I'm going to go Alabama by seven and a half over Ohio State. What you got on that one, Jason? What? Oh, you'll get that when we come back from the break. Okay. Corey Johnson with you. That's a good idea. Coming right back. As New Orleans as catching a sunset on Lake Pontchartrain. Corey Johnson, exclusively on NOLA Talk 97.9 FM, The Voice. I'm trying to keep my mind focused on the show and silly crap like, wow, the spread for the Alabama-Ohio State game, I said it was seven and a half, and I can come back and go, wow, it was eight. I was pretty close and pat myself on the back. Trying to focus in on crap like that because uh, no, I, I, I'm I'm a fairly emotional person at times, especially when it concerns stuff that's close to me. And uh, yeah, one of my buddies just who's a beast just sent me a photo of EJ Hospital uh, with Uncle underneath the uh photo like yeah man I, I can't do he has the COVID-19 disease I think he's he's got the coronavirus and he's at home and he's you know he's just this guy can run through a wall you know it's a monster and, and I mean in a good way he's just a big gentle giant a teddy bear one of my best friends for decades and decades and he just sent a photo it just picture of the the hospital parking garage at East Jefferson and under it says uncle like, yeah, I threw in the towel, man. I, I can't stay at home and beat this thing. I have to go to the, I mean, I joked with him. I said, you know, I, I would have been in the hospital a week ago. No, it's just scary. I, I think one thing that we haven't done a really good job with the media folks in America. I mean, when you get sick, you, you like it? I, I, do you enjoy it? I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big wimp, but when I get sick, I am miserable. And when I really get sick, I have like, I, I, I'll take this all day if I could help out people that have real problems. 
real health issues, but I have like a vertigo thing that rears its ugly head about every six months. It's terrible for like a day or two, and then I get over it. But boy, you know, health is so vitally important, and I, I would never wish Ill, Ill health on anyone. I mean, I uh, Rush Limbaugh's got stage four cancer. I hear folks on the extreme left like, good, you know, whatever. It's like, good. I mean, I, you can hate somebody, and that's your that's your problem, you know? Usually the only person affected by that is you, and the person you hate has it, it doesn't care, is oblivious to it. So you can waste your time and do that. I mean, dislike's different, but my God, the folks I dislike, I don't hope they die or have bad health. I don't know. You, you wish ill health, poor health on people? That's the last thing I would wish on anyone. My worst enemy almost. That's just the the worst thing in the world, you know? And uh, I think we did a poor job of just like what this is, it, this what this can do, you know? And how devastating it is if you get it. And it goes into the, you know, just saying, yeah, you have short of breath and, you know, uh, just don't feel good at all. I mean, it's so easy to say that. Minute in, minute out, hour in, hour out, day in, day out, week in, week out, you're feeling like crap, headache, nausea, no appetite, don't even want to get up to go pee, just, you know, sick and miserable, nothing good, all bad. My God, I mean, I, I, I don't think we've stressed enough the, it's beyond flu-like symptoms, you know? And we've been at this thing for, you know, Nine months. Hey, William in Marrero, sorry to keep you hanging on. How are you on the West Bank? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. That's just, I don't like seeing that. A friend of mine is just tough as hell that makes me look like a wimp, you know, um, just a tough guy having to go to the hospital because this thing's kicking his ass. Yeah, that's bad news. Yep. But listen, the answer to your question is Congo Square. Is That's what? Where the, first, the first jazz fest was held in Congo Square. Where's Congo Square? I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, I never heard of a jazz fest then. <laughs> <laughs> Congo Square at Armstrong Park, right? Look, I, I, got another, I got a question for you. Yep. If they invoke the 25th Amendment and Trump is... Uh, kicked out of office, okay? And Pence takes over. Right. Does Pence receive the president's retirement? Huh. That's interesting. Good question, huh? That's a hell of a good question. I, I, you know, William, all I can tell you is two things. Hang on, because you are correct. First Jazz Fest Congo yeah, Square right. at what ding, is ding, now ding. Armstrong what Park, the old Tremaine neighborhood. Excellent work, William. The second question, I would think there's some, maybe a time period that it has to be, you know, president for so long. Maybe not. You're president for one minute, you get the president's pension. Um, That's what I'm thinking. Because you know, the president-elect is not the president yet. No, no, no. That's true. And he's not even the president-elect. He's just vice president. So, no, that's that's a hell of a no, question. No, no, no. I mean, I mean uh, Biden is a president-elect. Right. But He's not in office yet. No, no, you're right. If, if, you know, Biden the other day scared me when he said, God willing, I'll be president on the 20th. I'm like, why wouldn't you be? But he means just if I'm alive, like, you know, your mom would say, God willing, I guess. Um, no, it, uh, it, that's exactly right. He would have to be president right to get the pension. So 
if he gets raised up to president, it seems like to me, even if he stayed president for one minute, uh, he would get the retirement. Yeah, uh, and, and what what is what is the pension for the president? I'm unaware of what it is. I mean, I don't think it's as much as what you think. I think the the president only gets paid like about four hundred grand a year. So I'm guessing the, if the president makes four hundred, the VP probably makes about two fifty. Yeah, it's going to spike his pension. But I mean, when a guy like Bill Bill Jefferson gets eight thousand bucks a month pension and he's a convicted felon, those are the kind of things that piss me off, William. Not uh. Not someone like Pence being president for a week and getting the president's pension, if that's what you were implying. Well, what I'm implying is there might be a tool to get his butt out of office and and Pence agreeing to, to go ahead with the 25th Amendment. Yo, that's the tool. Hey, William, hang on. That's the tool. I don't think he's agreeing. The House is now taking up uh, measures, articles of impeachment. William, don't go anywhere in Marrero. Five o'clock powwow. Corey Johnson with you next. Don't move. Ladies and gentlemen, the Tangiers Hotel proudly presents the all-new Sam Rothstein Show. Aces high. Tonight, taped live from the all-new sportsbook, we present the premiere showing of Aces High with the Sasha Semenov Orchestra and the Sam Rothstein Dancers. Mr. Rothstein is a professional gambler and the best football handicapper in America, a man who will take you inside the real Las Vegas as no one has ever done before. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the new entertainment director of the Tangiers Hotel Casino, Mr. Sam Rothstein. Yes, indeed, it is New Orleans, Mr. Drew Brees. Thank you very much for that introduction. That guy's going to be 42 on Friday when he heads to the Louisiana Superdome on Sunday to take on 43-year-old Tom Brady. It'll be the first time ever in NFL history where two 40-plus-year-old quarterbacks start and play against each other. Doesn't get any better than this. Exactly what we were hoping for. Brady coming into the NFC South and building Tampa Bay up into a powerhouse team. Saints are 2-0 against them so far this year. This one's going to be a battle. Tampa Bay has improved as the season's uh, progressed. They're red hot right now. But the Saints are favored and should be by a little. This is going to be a tight ball game, 27-24, 31-28, 38-35. Something close, something ridiculous, down to the wire. A couple of first ballot NFL Hall of Famers. Super Bowl winners, MVP, Super Bowl winner for Brees, Super Bowl six for Brady, MVP. This is as good as it gets. Fired up for this one. A 540 kickoff from the Dome Sunday on Fox, Saints in Tampa. Saints by three and a half, four. Brett Martell's going to join us. Another Martell Monday. About 30 minutes away. Fill you in on the Saints and the Rams at Green Bay Saturday. Uh, Baltimore at Buffalo Saturday night. Cleveland at Kansas City Sunday before the Saints. 
It's down to the final four in the AFC, down to the final four in the NFC. Now, after this weekend, the AFC and NFC title games will be set. After next weekend, the Super Bowl teams will be set. It's that close. Hey, the Pels and Mavs were supposed to go at it tonight. Dallas didn't have enough players to make a team. Couldn't put eight players out there. That game, along with another NBA game, Pels and Mavs postponed. They'll play it later on as the season progresses. Tonight, you can check out. You got that? That's tonight, ESPN, 7 o'clock. That should be a very good game. Ugh, all right. Number one, Alabama, 12-0. and 0, Doing everything LSU did last year. This pisses me off. I don't even think I'm going to watch tonight. I'm serious. I don't even want to watch. It's going to be a great game. I mean, Ohio State's pretty damn good. They're 7-0. and They're the third-ranked team in the land. 7-0 and Ohio State, 12-0 and Alabama. Two best college football teams. This, this is the national title game. It really should be. You could argue last year Ohio State might have been a better opponent for LSU than Clemson in that national title game. But Ohio State couldn't get by Clemson. They did this year, essentially. They made it to the title game, I should say. Alabama, Ohio State. Tonight at 7 on ESPN. Yeah, I guess I'll watch a little of it. But, you know, if Alabama scores a bunch or Alabama's just rolling along, I don't want to watch that. No, I'm an LSU guy. And then I think about LSU last year and that magical season and I, it made me think about the Saints and the 09 Super Bowl. That, that, that's like enough for us to get to get carried for a long time. Like most LSU fans, like, yeah, Alabama's playing tonight. Whatever, I'd rather it not be that, but they don't care. They're like, man, LSU last year. I, I'm still riding high on Burrow and last year. Alabama's team this year doing what LSU did last year. It's like saving, what, fifth or sixth national title? It's obnoxious. No, it just yells it loud and clear. LSU, you're still nowhere near Alabama's level. Year in, year out, you're nowhere near Alabama's level. Hey, and guys, you don't get fortunate. You don't get this transfer from Ohio State, Joe Burrow. You don't beat us last year, and you don't win the national title last year. We're still the better program. Year in, year out. No, that pisses me off. That's unacceptable. And then LSU took a step backwards this year. You think next year they're going to go, they're going to have an undefeated and run for the national title. No, no one's thinking LSU's making the playoffs next year, even with all the starters back. Yeah, a bunch of starters back from a five and five team. I love LSU. I'm glad all these starters are back. I love all these freshmen. I love all these sophomores. They've lost a lot of players too, like Eric Gilbert, one of the best players on the team. He'll be shagging balls for Alabama or Georgia next year. Sickening. Ica, the big the offensive lineman out of Salt Lake City, he's gone. I mean, they're a bunch of great recruiting classes the last few years, and they're getting decimated by attrition, leaving the program, whatever. So all is not good in Baton Rouge. Lots of question marks. It's nice the way they rebounded. Uh, when they were three and five, I was like, my God, three and seven. Florida's going to rip them. Florida favored by 20-something. LSU showed Florida, took care of Ole Miss. Started playing football the way they're supposed to play again. Took a long time. Hopefully it leads into next season as well and they have a good year. But Alabama, year in, year out. 
they're just a powerhouse. They're what you want LSU to be. And LSU got really fortunate to land Joe Burrow because he's such a difference maker beyond anything we've ever seen. I mean, almost anything less. I mean, LSU could have Mac Jones type numbers out of Burrow last year, and maybe they don't win the national title. No, and Alabama will lose a lot of players this year, and they'll reload and be a powerhouse next year. They'll be a preseason top five. They'll be the SEC West Division, SEC favorite to win it all again, year in, year out. I love LSU's national title last year. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's sort of fool's gold in a way. That's why for the Saints, winning a Super Bowl is of vital importance this year. because it sort of makes Breeze and Brady, I mean, excuse me, Breeze and Peyton, uh, Sean Payton kind of legitimizes all of this. I mean, I sit here and go, 15 years of Breeze, 14 years of Peyton, and only one time the Saints were the best team in the NFC? Only once? Only once were they the George Hallis Trophy winner? I'd say the Saints under Peyton and Breeze three or four times best team in the NFC. But they got upset. They got beat in the playoffs when maybe they shouldn't have. So to kind of, you know, really make it seem right, it don't, they need a second Super Bowl appearance at least, and ideally a win. And then you're kind of like two Super Bowl wins for Peyton, two Super Bowl appearances for Breeze, another MVP for Breeze. Then you're like, wow, it, it does all work out. Because right now they're kind of, for what they've done, what they've accomplished, kind of short on the awards and the trophies. One Hallis Trophy, one Lombardi Trophy. Should be two or three Hallis Trophies right now at the Finks facility. Should be two or three Hallis Trophies, best team in the NFC. Maybe four if things really went the Saints way every time. But two or three for sure. Hallis Trophy. And that means uh, another, if not two more, Super Bowl appearances at least, even if you lose. No, it's sort of Super Bowl or bust to kind of put that stamp on. Okay, that's right. That's fair. That That is the Breeze Peyton legacy. Two Super Bowl trips, ideally two wins. They got one already. It restarts again. Sunday in the Dome at 5.40 on Fox, Brady Breeze Bowl 3. First time ever they've met in the playoffs. First time ever, like I said, two 40-something-year-olds are going at it in NFL history. Nice. Hey, Twitter ban the president. 466-2679. Twitter ban the president of the United States. You okay with that? Free speech or fire? In the crowded theater, 466-2679. I'm about to take the aluminum siding off my house. That's a no-brainer. I've got nice heart of pine weatherboards underneath. I'm going to prime them. I'm going to paint them with some Benjamin Moore product. Wherever Joey and the crew at Helm Paint and Decorating steers me, that's the direction I'm going in. For half a century, you're painting experts in Metro New Orleans, a half dozen locations, North Shore too. If you never, ever want to paint your house again, Helm Paint and Decorating. They'll steer you in the right direction for over 50 years, Helm Paint and Decorating. The Woodhouse Day Spa.
Corey Johnson. I'm looking at you. Exclusively on NOLA Talk 97.9 FM. You are great so you can hide. The voice of New Orleans. Ooh, that was a good one. Tramp. Corey Johnson back at you on a Monday. Joe Bank Clothier's phone lines, 466-2679. 466-2679. William in Marrero picked up a $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificate. Jazz Fest Year One location. He got it. Congo Square, present-day Armstrong Park. How about Jazz Fest Year Two? Where was the location then? Jazz Fest Year Three, where was the location? And no, not so on and so on and so on. Just those first three years. Jazz Fest Year One, Congo Square by Armstrong Park. Jazz Fest Year Two location. Jazz Fest Year Three location. Give me the answer to that. Either one of those. I got a $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificate for you. And a local guitar player, first ever booked act. First ever Jazz Fest act that was booked. Give me the name of this cat. And I got a $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificate for you. Yeah, you right. Joe Bank Clothier's phone lines. 466-2679, 466-2679. Hey, don't forget about Lebanon's Cafe for dinner. I doubt you're going to want to eat outside. We're going to be in the high 30s in a little while. You North Shore folks, do that triple P gimmick, pipes, plants. Most importantly, the outdoor pets, bring them in, set up some kind of heat blanket, heater in the garage, something. I mean, think about them. They, they, they got to have some warmth. So, yeah, on the North Shore, you're going to get near freezing temperatures. South Shore, high 30s tonight. You'll wake up tomorrow morning, high 30s, probably some frost out there. So, yeah, you probably don't want to eat outside at Lebanon's. But indoor dining or get a to-go order. They open up every day around 11, and they go till 930. Open throughout the day, seven days a week. I love Lebanon's Cafe. Why don't you get some Middle Eastern food tonight for dinner? Lamb chops, shish kebab, shrimp, beef, chicken, or lamb. Those Middle Eastern sides, healthy, inexpensive, huge portions, authentic, tough to beat Lebanon's Cafe. I love it. Love it. I'm there at least twice a week. Twice a week, at least. Joe Bank Clothier's phone lines, 466-2679. Twitter banning the president over the weekend, good or bad, right or wrong, free speech or fire in a crowded theater. What do you think? Are you okay with Twitter banning the president? I don't know if I would have banned the president. I don't know if I'd ban anyone if, unless it was just, you know, always hate-filled, insightful, divisive speech, whatever the rules are of these different social media platforms. The rules are out there. You got to follow them. You know, there's a lot of, not blocking, but deleting a a tweet or some social media post the president threw out there. That's one thing, but banning him entirely, I think it'd be more effective just, just blacking out the tweets where the rules were violated. But maybe they're like, look, 
we got X amount of strikes, you're out, or we have a line of demarcation. This guy crossed it a gazillion times, and because he's president, we let it go, and now we have no choice. I don't know what their thinking is. Are you okay with it? I mean, free speech isn't entirely free. You can't go into a crowded theater and yell fire and say freedom of speech. So it isn't 100%. That's why I asked on Trump, is it, hey, man, you're, you're restricting his free speech, or is everything, uh, I shouldn't say everything, a lot of what he says fire in a crowded theater and doesn't fall under free speech. And Twitter and these social media outlets are exactly that. They're not America. I guess everything we do, we want it to represent America. But they, they can have whatever rules or regulations they want. They're essentially like a private club, you know? You, you join, you're a member, and they have rules and regulations, you know? You, you keep bringing the hookers to the 14th green at night, you're messing up the green. They're going to throw you out the club. I don't know what the, you know, what the, the different rules and regulations are on each different platform. They vary a little. But essentially, it's, it's all hate speech, things of that nature. And there's no doubt about it. The president lives off that stuff. And that's what's crazy. You're like, the president. It's kind of wacky. Hey, Latrum, the global manufacturing giant, is hiring. Go to their website and look at the dozens and dozens and dozens of jobs available. It's not like two or three job openings. They're hiring at their Hammond facility, so you North Shore folks are covered. And you East Bankers and West Bankers, they're hiring at their Elmwood facility. Latrum is spelled L-A-I-T-R-A-M. Go to their website right now for a full listing of positions available, latrum.com. The impeachment process, number two for President Trump, the House Democrats have introduced articles of impeachment. They were pleading with Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. Pence in the cabinet can say, this guy's unfit. Pence would take over the presidency, but Pence chose not to do it. Pence has decided he will attend Joe Biden, the president's inauguration. Originally, uh, you know, the president, Trump, had announced he would not go, but Biden said he will be there. That's just nine days away. A week from this Wednesday, a week from this Wednesday, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris will be sworn in as president, vice president, respectively. And President Donald Trump will not be there. First time in anyone alive's lifetime, unless you're like about 150 something. Some Ukrainian man is eh, lives by himself. He's 156. No, Pence will be there a week from Wednesday. That's good. That makes sense, too. That's not Pence being a sellout. The opposite. The president of the United States choosing not to be there. I mean, that doesn't that say it all? Seriously, isn't that just like perfect? And, and everyone's happy about it that's going to be there. I mean, that just sums up Donald Trump perfectly. Just a coward at the end. Can't show up and congratulate the guy that beat him. You know, one of the greatest things about Jack Nicholas, you could go, boy, the 18 majors. He was second 19 times. So he's got 18 major championships. He was runner-up number two 
19 times, and some of them were insanely painful runner-ups. Like Watson chipping in from a foot-high rough off the 17th green at Pebble Beach. Just impossible stuff. Hey, and Nicholas also delivered some crushing blows to the opposition. It all equals out. It's kind of appropriate that Nicholas has 18 championships and 19 runner-ups. One more time as a runner-up. And not to digress, but just think about that for a minute. 18 majors, 19 runner-ups. That's 37 times either the champ or the runner-up. They're four majors a year. I mean, for nine years, you could say. Nine years of of almost a decade of winning every major or runner-up. Now, obviously, this is spread out over his whole career. First major, I guess, was at 20. The last one was at 46. So a 26-year career. My God, he's averaging like one-point-something majors, you know, or, or, or a major every one-point-something years, excuse me. It's crazy. That was over Nicholas's entire, you know, career of winning the majors. Just runner up 18 or uh, 19 times winner. But but the point was he handled both equally. You 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 um, when he was the runner up, you almost didn't know it. He was congratulating the other guy, he was smiling. He was as gracious a runner up, as gracious a second place finisher as when he won. That that's the the true sign of a champion. That's why Nicholas's greatness is so great. Because he is humble and he's honorable and he respects himself and the game and his opponents. He doesn't cheat, he doesn't lie, he doesn't berate them, he doesn't point the finger, he doesn't make excuses, he doesn't claim he won the club championship when he didn't. He doesn't change the rules for his his benefit. Oh, wow, the winner was 70? That's the club champ? I shot 69 the other day. I'm the club champ. Uh, Okay, Mr. Trump. No, Nicholas, great as a second-place guy, Trump's the opposite. Let's head to the phone lines, 466-2679, 466-2679. Rick is in New Orleans. Hey, Rick. Ricardo in New Orleans. Hey, Rick. Hola, Rick. All right. Rick going once, Rick going twice, three times a lady, and I love you. Try us again, Rick in New Orleans. Hey, we broadcast live every day from the Buddy Delaberto River City's Total Maintenance Studios. You need heat help? It's freezing out there. It's like low 40s, feels like mid 30s to me. It's brutal. It's got that humidity in the air, the cloud cover, just a cold, wintry night coming your way. And we've got some wintry stuff coming for the next few days still. Not not always this cold, but pretty damn cold. Winter's been here for the last few days, and it's sticking around. If your heat's not working right, or if you need help with your heat, River City's total maintenance is there right now, tonight. They'll get your heat working tonight. 841-3300, 
or find them online, nolaac.com. Yeah, they're air conditioning and heating experts. Fair and honest Lucas and the boys, incapable of screwing you around. And they're now famous come when you need them service. If your heat's not working, you need them right now. They're here right now, nolaac.com. That's all you need to know if you need heat help, nolaac.com. Are we heading to John in Louisville, Kentucky? John in Louisville? Oh, Locksville? Where's Locksville, John? Lockport. 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 Oh, Lockport. Oh, there you go. Yes, sir. How you doing, yes. John? <laughs> How you doing? I never heard How of Locksville. Doing? Lockport, of course. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just, um, this is the, um, I'm listening. Nice. What's on your mind, John? Um, this is the third year that the Jazz Fest was held in the infield of the, of the racetrack. Horse track. You lost me. What do you mean the third year? The third um, jazz fest ever was at the fairgrounds? Jazz, That's what... Yes. The third jazz fest held in the infield of the fairgrounds. That was the first one? The third one at the fairgrounds? First one at the fairgrounds yes. was the third one overall? Yes. Nice. John in Lockport, you are correct. Yeah, yeah you're right. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what do we Thank have you. for, Johnny? We... Tighten her up, John. Tighten her up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool, man. Your lady's getting that one. What are you doing, watching us on TV or listening on the radio? Listening on the radio, sir. Yeah, you're right. Hey, John, hang on, all right? Okay. Don't go anywhere. Jason's going to get some info from you. Going to tighten you up with a $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificate. Jazz Fest, year one, its location, Congo Square, Armstrong Park, answered. Jazz Fest, year three, its location, Fairgrounds, infield, answered. Jazz Fest, year two, the second year of Jazz Fest. Where was that location? Inquiring minds want to know. 466-2679, Joe Bank Clothier's phone lines, 466 266 Seven nine Corey Johnson with you all the way till six o'clock. Boy, HBO documentaries are really, really well done, super high quality. That first part of the Tiger Woods 90 minutes just riveting. Now, I'm a Tiger Woods fan, I don't like watching the negative stuff, Earl Woods, adultery, and all that crap. I respect Tiger for trying to hide that from the public, keep his image up, and all that, but just very telling. I mean. Earl Woods and Earl Woods' buddy at the driving range at the golf course where Tiger Woods grew up. I mean, just constantly seeing him womanizing, that it, it's, it's a natural why Tiger became what he was in that category. That's what he grew up seeing. That was normal to him. That's like what a man does, a real man does. His hero is dad, one of his early golf instructors that taught him the game. No, and the, the golf instructor guy is just like distraught. You know, he apologizes to Tiger. You know, it, it, Earl and I were, you know, animals chasing the skirt, you know, and that wasn't any way, for, you know, you were around it. We had a responsibility to you, all that stuff, you know. 466-2679. Can't wait till part two of that Tiger Woods HBO documentary because part one was fantastic, super high quality. Now, now, there's something, I don't know if it's HBO or Showtime, there's a, John Belushi documentary on, and it kind of fell flat for me, kind of 
I watched it. I watched it a couple of times. I watched the, I watched it once and then I watched parts of the second one. And it's, it's got a lot of animation. They did a lot of like cartoon stuff because they didn't have obviously film or video or audio and slapped interviews on top of that. And just, I don't know. I'm not saying it's poor quality. Sometimes you hit it out the park. Sometimes you don't. This Bee Gees documentary on the Bee Gees is incredible. How do you mend a broken heart? My God. I mean, I always like the Bee Gees. They're all right. I love the Bee Gees now. What a super talented group. My God. I mean, they're like Beatles, Bob Dylan songwriters. It's sick. I'm looking at top song. Go Google top songwriters of all time. They're not even on the list on Google. You go to Rolling Stone, top 100. They're like 95th. I'm like, are you guys on drugs? The Bee Gees are top 10 songwriters in the history of music. Period. End of story. Top 10 easily. 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 My God, the hits they wrote for themselves, the songs they wrote for other people, the way they could write songs and music, the innovations. No, you watch that special, you're like, under friggin' rated, not just some disco group, went through about five, six different genres, essentially. Incredible. Anyway, no, these documentaries are high quality. I recommend the Tiger Wood one, the Bee Gees, and Belushi, I thought, fell a little flat, personally. Hey, Fausto's Italian Bistro, tonight for dinner, to-go orders, indoor dining. They got outdoor dining, but... You're going to sit in 40-degree weather? I don't think so. Go inside at Fausto's or pick up a to-go order and enjoy some of the city's best Sicilian and Italian chicken, veal, fish, everything fresh and homemade, and most of it, age-old Italian recipes from Fausto and Roland's mom and grandmother and their sister Irene from Irene's Restaurant in the Quarter, New Orleans-inspired Italian and Sicilian Tonight for dinner, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets by Dorgnack. So good. Hey, Jason's at the controls, fielding your phone calls, 466-2679-466-2679. Still a couple of $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificates available for you. The second ever Jazz Fest. First Jazz Fest, Congo Square. Third Jazz Fest, Fairgrounds. Where was the second Jazz Fest location? Give me the answer to that. I got a $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificate for you. And first ever Jazz Fest act that was booked for the fest. Local guitar player. Give me the answer to that question. I got a $50 Woodhouse Day Spa gift certificate for you. Hey, no cheating, no intranet device, no Google, Yahoo, Bing, DuckDuckGo, no search engines. You either know the answer in your head or you don't. 466-2679-466-2679. Twitter banning the President of the United States. Good or bad? Right or wrong, in your opinion? 466-2679. Free speech? You're banning free speech? Or no, Corey, the president's constantly yelling fire in a crowded theater. Free speech isn't 100%. He's breaking the rules of these social media outlets. 
you know, I would have kept him on and I would just any tweet or social media post that didn't fit the rules. Then you just do what you do. You, you block that tweet. This tweet has been blocked because of breaking the rules. He breaks the rules for too long. I guess you, you have to 12 hour ban. I think I was banned for, from Twitter for 12 hours. One time. I don't even remember what for. It's like 12 hours up. My account was locked and then it reopened. Four six six two six seven nine. Joe Bank Clothiers phone lines. Four six six two six seven nine. Hey, did you know English Turn Golf and Country Club, the Jack Nicholas Golf Course, is open to the public? Did you know that the Jack Nicholas Golf Course at English Turn Golf and Country Club is open to the public? Anyone can play. And check this out, Monday afternoons, Tuesday afternoons after one, that means tomorrow afternoon after one o'clock, you can play English turn for 30 bucks. I'm not making that up with a card. Monday and Tuesday afternoons after one o'clock, English turn is 30 bucks. Wednesday and Thursday afternoons after one, it's 40. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday after one o'clock weekends, just 60 bucks. They're giving it away. This is a Jack Nicholas gem. Every hole's good. Every hole's unique. Every hole's challenging, but totally fair. You know, their morning rates are ridiculously low, too. Monday and Tuesday, 49 bucks. Wednesday, Thursday, 59 bucks. Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, just 69 bucks. Yeah, and the Monday, Tuesday afternoon after one o'clock for $30 can't be beat. It's open to the public. Anyone can play English turn to book a tea time. Call 392. 2200 392 2200 or you can book that tea time anytime at englishturn.com Louisiana is unique the food the festivals even the bugs no not mud bugs unwanted bugs like these the ones you don't want crawling in your home or business trust the shield from car corner Williams Boulevard and I10 in Canberra Right on the corner, right on the price, the Lamarck Automotive Complex, home of the number one Ford and Lincoln dealers in the region. They got their own exit off the interstate, Williams Boulevard, 32nd Street exit. Stay to the left. Push you right down in the middle of the Lamarck Automotive Complex. It is a Monday afternoon, cold out there. Brett Martell joins us from the Associated Press. It must be a Martell Monday afternoon. How you doing, Brett? I'm doing well, but it, but it seems fine to me. Hey, Brett, let's get the crap out of the way. Tonight <laughs> versus Ohio State for the national championship. Ah, I don't even want to talk so about I it. I covered this. Okay, I covered the Sugar Bowl, obviously, and uh, Ohio State was very, very impressive. They exceeded, I think, expectations. You know, they just haven't played that many games, but their quarterback looks dangerous. Saban defenses historically have struggled with a with a really strong dual threat quarterback. I I remember how they struggled with Cardale Jones a few years ago in Ohio State won it all. It could be an interesting game, although I still have a kind of hard time imagining anyone beating Alabama. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. That's enough of that, Brett. Hey, I talk okay. pals. I talk. I just don't. I you know Alabama. Yuck. I talk. Uh, I'm tired of it as a Tiger fan. Hey, Pels and Mavericks called off tonight in Dallas. Dallas couldn't put eight players on the court, Brett. Yeah, well, it, at least it wasn't the Pelicans who um, 
you know, were undermanned and had to kind of call the thing off. So uh, maybe the Pelicans can use a little extra practice because they're in a bit of a rut. Uh, yep. Although I'm sure they're eager to get out there and play and try to get out there, but it's not easy to do on the road, not easy to do against Dallas uh, right now. So, uh, although it might have been easy tonight if they had been forced to play without <laughs> without any players. Um, so, yeah, you know, here's the thing with the Pelicans, though. Uh, you know, a three-game losing streak in the NBA is the equivalent to not even a one, not even one bad home loss in the NFL. You know, um, I, it, it looks easy to panic when you see three losses in a row, but they were all close losses. It's very, very early in the season, um, so you just gotta you gotta think about. You really don't even care about this when by the time. You know, Isn't it amazing how nineteen-year-old Lamelo is just a lot better than twenty-three-year-old Lonzo? I think Lonzo's a very good NBA player. Lamelo's just a freak. Yeah, I mean, now that is a real story. That is something that came out of that game that's legit, uh, regardless of what, you know, whether the, the Pelicans are going to rebound uh, later this season. Um, Lamelo is unreal. That, so, Superstar yeah, potential. Is, just looked, looked a lot more. I mean, you know, it would be one thing if that was the only game he did it, you know, where he just happened to come out. He was fired up playing against his brother and had a great game. I mean, obviously. Does it every week. He had a triple yeah, double, youngest ever. Yeah, he's been doing it a lot. And, um, and so, yeah, he's, I mean, he's the better, I mean, you know, we see a lot of brothers in the NBA now and usually one's considerably better than the other age doesn't necessarily have anything to do with it. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is Lonzo is, like you said, a very serviceable starting point guard in the NBA. So for his younger brother to be considerably better means his younger brother's a budding star. Yeah, exactly. And 19, four years younger, just in eight, yeah. sees things his older brother doesn't see, just really has control of everything. Hey, uh, let's get to the real stuff, Brett. Uh, the first playoff game ever where two quarterbacks will be 40-plus years old. Brady, Breeze, Bowl, Sunday in the Dome at 540 on Fox. This is as good as it gets, Brett. I mean, this is highly anticipated. You were hoping maybe it's next week for the NFC title game and Tampa would upset Green Bay, but Seattle and the Rams had different ideas for all of that. Um but Saints and Tampa Sunday, what are your initial thoughts on this game? Yeah, really, I mean, they're both going to be 42. So, um, you know, because Breeze turns 42 on. No, no, Brady's 43. Friday. Brady's 43. Brady's 43. That's what I'm saying. They're both going to be at least 42 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. 85 yeah, combined. Yeah, That's crazy. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, my initial thoughts are that while Tampa Bay clearly is dangerous and can beat anybody on any day, it looks to me, I mean, people keep talking about, oh, it's hard to beat a team three times in a year. Well, the Saints did it to Carolina three seasons ago in yeah. 2017. Yeah, it happens all the time. And, and, and sometimes, well, and sometimes the deal is just this. One, one team is a bad matchup for another team. And... The, the Tampa Bay did not match up well against the Saints right now because the Saints can do something uh, that a lot of other teams can't, which is they can get pressure up the middle and from the side. And, you know, uh, Tampa Bay has, not even against the Saints, but in general, has had to adjust their blocking schemes a little bit, maybe not send out as many receivers and try to keep a running back or a tight end in to, to chip and help, you know, give Brady a little extra time in the pocket. 
Um, but it's hard to do that when a team's getting pressure up the middle with guys like Rankins and Onyemata. And, of course, Rankins is starting to play better. He had a sack uh, in the last game against Chicago. So, uh, you know, and Brady is not a mobile quarterback. Um, and if Trey Hendrickson is able to come back, you know, he Trey Hendrickson did not do well against Jalen Hurts, right? That was an elusive quarterback. Hendrickson, you know, comes in uh, like a man possessed really quickly, but if, you know, the problem is he can get caught losing containment, but against Brady, that's not going to happen. So if they're able to get him back for that game, I think it's, I think the Saints are just a bad matchup for Tampa Bay and, uh, and that you should expect Saints to, to be the favorite team in that game. Brett Martell's with us from the Associated Press. Every single Monday, another Martell Monday. Hey, Furies is open till 7 o'clock, still under those coronavirus crisis hours, Monday through Thursday till 7, Friday and Saturday night until 8. Still plenty of time, over an hour, for you to get to Furies Restaurant in Metairie and enjoy fresh, local seafood. Shrimp, oysters, speckled trout, snapper, flounder, fresh Local seafood, fried, broiled, grilled. Fury's Restaurant in Metairie till 7 o'clock tonight for dinner. Hey, Brett, the the Saints may be the healthiest they've ever been. That's huge. And Tampa Bay, a different team than I would say the first two times the Saints played them. Uh, With Brady in there first year, a lot of new places, you know, new faces in new places. The whole season for them has kind of been playing to win football games, but also, you know, using it as an experience to get some time under their belt. They, they didn't have the luxury of a preseason or training camp, and, and neither did anyone else. But a, but a, a veteran-laden team like the Saints, that's a big advantage. A, a, a new team like Tampa, a major disadvantage. I think they're a different team now than they were earlier in the year. Well, I think they've had time to coalesce, and obviously the Saints haven't played them since the middle of the season, really. Uh, but but by the same token, you know, I, I just think that the Saints are, you know, able to do things against quarterbacks that don't move well um, that a lot of teams can't do, and they're and they're, and they're good enough, you know, to cover these guys a little bit. So, you know, I'm thinking. I mean, you know, we've seen Marshawn Monobor shut down Mike Evans in the past, and we might see it again. Um, you know, obviously, like you, you talked about the health of the Saints, um, they're going to be, oops, they're going to be able to score, and um, and uh, you know, they're going to have Kamara going and Mike Thomas going, and uh, you know, they might get Traquan Smith back. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen with Tavius Murray. That could be an issue. <laughs> But you know we're gonna we're gonna see um, we're gonna see a very uh, very complete Saints team. I think if they're playing well and on all cylinders and um, and they've got their full complement of defensive backs, which it looks like they will. You know, with with Marcus Williams, Wright, Malcolm Jenkins, C.J. Garner, Johnson, Lattimore, um, and if they've got their defensive front going, I mean, the only guy they're missing is Quan Alexander, which is too bad, really. Um, but uh, you know, Anzalone's been doing okay. So even though Tampa Bay is a different team and not clearly gotten better and they beat a lot of teams, I mean, they were starting to look good even before they got killed by the Saints because they had beaten Green Bay. 
Hey, Brett, the Super Bowl team defense was pretty good. The year after that, that defense was pretty good. Is this Peyton's best defense? I mean, Super Bowl, you had 39 turnovers forced. You know, the rapist, the drug rapist, Bill Cosby style, Darren Sharper, probably the greatest defensive season of any Saint player ever, including like a Ricky Jackson type. So you had some out of the ordinary type circumstances, but I don't know, this defense might be more sound across the board than that one. Not the big plays and knocking quarterbacks out of games, maybe in the turnover numbers, but they create turnovers. I think they're more stout stopping the run up the middle than those teams were. I think the, the teams abandoned running the ball against the saints back then. I, I like this saints defense, not, not maybe not as good as the offense, but it's a really good defense. Right. No, you're right. They don't get quite as many turnovers. Although they, they did type of the league leading interceptions with 18 this year. They haven't forced or had a lot of fumble recoveries, but Yes, they are shutting down the run consistently. They were ranked fourth overall. That Super Bowl defense, I think, was ranked in the twenty or low twenties, maybe twenty third for yards allowed per game. But what they were doing is they were giving up a lot of field goals. The, the Saints were scoring like crazy, and, uh, and they were getting a lot of turnovers back then in two thousand nine. So between not giving up too many touchdowns and getting turnovers, they could give up a lot of yards. Rank in the twenties, and the Saints could still win. This is a team that the Saints have actually won games when the offense didn't play well because this defense. It's so sound and really, really yep. limiting what opposing offenses can do. No, the defense carried this team to a few wins this year, no doubt. That's a great thing. Hey, Brett, before we let you go, uh, Saints in a tight one, maybe Saints by two, three, four points, kind of right where the spread falls. That's what I'm thinking. That's possible. I mean, you know, the Saints have won by double digits in both previous meetings. I realize it was the regular season. Um, yep. But it could it could be a double digit game again. I'm just curious to see if Tampa Bay can really figure out a way to stop what the Saints have been able yep. to do to them defensively. No, you're right. They got to come up with something to try to slow down Breeze and company. Should be a good one. Hey, Brett, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. We'll see you next Monday. All right. Take care. Good talk. That's to you. that's Brett Martell from the Associated Press. That's Blue Boy. What's up, buddy? What? Thank Brett for joining us. Thank Jason for running the controls. You're right. Thank the listening and viewing audience right again. What's that? Tell everyone you'll see him tomorrow at 4 o'clock, 97.9 FM. Yeah, you're right, blue boy. Down, buddy. Down. <laughs>